Wow, that's the first time we've begun a top five show with a cheeky bit of S Club 7. But yes, it feels amazing to be back in the hot seat. You are here today with myself, Johnny Holmes, and this is indeed the top five show. Unfortunately, uh, I've been unable to get the theme song of the show. I know, how can you do a show without a theme song? It's unbelievable. But uh, unfortunately, uh, I haven't uh, got that on the system just yet. That will be amended, I promise, for those lovers, those possibly two or three people who, you know, tune in to uh, to enjoy and particularly enjoy the theme song. Um, but anyway, we shall plough on nonetheless because we've got a special opening show today. A season opener has got to be something special. And I do hope this is. Um, this is season two of the Top 5 show, as I say. Uh, unfortunately, I am fairly ill at the moment. Uh, it's not COVID, don't you worry. I've been rigorously tested. We're okay. We're all good. But uh, a slight sore throat. Hopefully, my voice does not give out midway through. I really hope not because today we're looking at our top five video games of all time, which is a very exciting subject for myself and I'm sure for those of you who are listening. Slightly different way of doing the show this time around. Uh, if you've been listening for a while, you might know that uh, last season we had a guest on uh, every other show, pretty much most shows we tried to get a guest on to run through uh, our top fives. Um, but unfortunately this time, um, I just felt that would be a bit of a hassle um, with uh, uni work and whatnot to uh, handle and deal with. So instead, I've tried to make this season the most interactive season, only the second season ever, of course, but the most interactive season of the top five show thus far, because I'm going to be utilising the brilliance of social media to get in touch with people and they can send in their top fives, uh, their favourites for the subject and I will shout you guys out and mention you guys on the show. What an honour that must be, what a privilege. Um, so let's start off with some guest mentions. Today we are looking at top five video games. Let's see what some people have been uh, have been saying uh, so far. I'm going to do little intermit intermittent guest mentions throughout the show. Um, so let's do part one. Um, and the first person to message me um, about their favourite video game in a very passionate paragraph uh, was my good friend Ewan Metcalf, who said that Spider-Man PS4 is his favourite game of all time. So what has Ewan got to say about it? He's got quite a lot to say about it. Let me quote you in here. This is purely due to story and score. Here we have an older Peter Parker, someone who is now in his early 20s. He's all grown up working a job under Otto. The story is truly compelling uh, through strong narratives from the likes of Yuri Lo Lowenthal. I hope I've got that uh, pronunciation right. Uh, a man who most will be familiar with from his voice acting ro roles in the popular Ben 10 series. Wow, you and you're doing my job for me with all this research and background. The story is incredible, he says, showing off the Sinister Six and the horrors that they uh, send upon New York. Uh, but not only this, we have an incredible score composed by none other than John Pisano. Some might recommend his uh, earlier work, such as the Daredevil theme tune from the incredible Netflix show, or even his work on the Maze Runner films. It perfectly captures the Spider-Man film, and I personally believe it is one of the greatest games I've ever played. Ewan, thank you so much for that. What a, what a brilliant way to kick off the show with our guest mentions. Uh, Tyler says that Pez 6 or Need for Speed Underground. Uh, William Crute says that Need for Speed Underground 2 has a great soundtrack, as well as being a great racing game. Uh, Millie says 
the original Tomb Raider games. Um, we also had um, Sia saying GTA Vice City and GTA 5. Quite a few GTA mentions here. Um, also, Crutey did mention that's That's William Crute mentioned uh, GTA San Andreas. Um, we had Josh with Assassin's Creed Black Flag. Uh, we had Daniel, uh, Gabby, Ryan, Jim, and George Kirk all mentioning Call of Duty games. Daniel said Black Ops 1. Gabby said uh, either Modern Warfare 3 or Black Ops 2. Ryan said Black Ops 3. Uh, and Jim and George Kirk both said Modern Warfare 2. So quite a lot of Call of Duty there. We might talk about Call of Duty a little bit later. Uh, Henry says Ace Combat 6. And Ellis with a classic, absolute classic, Golden Eye 64. So let's get into the meat of the show then. And I'm now going to talk about my favourite games of all time. Number five, those of you who know me or have listened to the show before will know that I am an avid and massive Star Wars fan. Um, so in fifth place, we've got, no, it's not any of the Force Unleashed games. It's none of the EA ones. It's Lego, is Lego Star Wars EA? I can't quite remember. Lego Star Wars is an absolute childhood staple and my fifth favorite game of all time. I remember when I first got the original trilogy version for Christmas and I was playing it all day. I sweated that game so much to get the ghost. Yoda unlockable character playing the first mission over and over again to save up the coins to afford him. I must say that, that first level was absolutely brilliant for coin collection. Um, I played it for the first time around my mate's house, which you will see is a bit of a recurring theme uh, for this episode, because a lot of the games that I found myself getting into, I really got into uh, due to the fact that I'd uh, seen it or played it, uh, enjoyed it around a friend's house. Um, so there we go. Fifth place, Lego Star Wars. Uh, let me know if you've played that before, and if you have not, well, all I can do is thoroughly recommend it. So, let's move up to my number four pick. Uh, and this is a game series that you will know all too well. It slightly fell off a bit, but uh, I've been told that they start, they've started to, to recapture the magic. But I'm going for a Halo game, and I've gone for while Halo 3 is widely regarded, and perhaps correctly so, regarded as the pinnacle of the series, my heart lies with Halo Reach because it's the game that got me in to the Halo series. It's the game that uh, really was my entry point um, into online gaming, really, uh, and co-op play. Um, I wasn't much of an online gamer. I always liked a, a nice, solid, juicy campaign mode, but this game really did give a fantastic opportunity to play online. And uh, I would watch my mates uh, before I even had the Xbox 360 way back when. That was the big thing. Uh, my mates would play it, and I would watch them do so and just think to myself, ah, oh, you know, I would absolutely love to have this game. And uh, fast forward to the Christmas when I first got uh, myself um, a uh, an Xbox. So you think, well, I didn't get it for myself. It was got for me. Um, and I, uh, I the first game that I wanted, first game that I asked for, and it was, of course, uh, Halo Reach. Um, uh, it, many a late night played uh, with my mates online. Um, and the, the campaign as well, as I said, I do like a juicy uh, campaign. And this has a very strong, if somewhat heartbreaking, campaign, which uh, ends with one of the most bittersweet final missions uh, in probably gaming history, I would say. Um, a doomed standoff as waves of Covenant forces swarm the playable character and death is the only way to complete the game. You can fight them off wave after wave, wave after wave, and uh, apologies for singing. I really shouldn't try that due to the fact that I have got a very sore throat and my voice could give out at any time. But we, I digress, we continue. 
you have to, in the end, be struck down by a Covenant soldier to complete the game. And the game ends with your helmet flying off and cracking and the screen, uh, you know, fades away as your fate is uh, left up to the imagination. But I think one could quite easily work out what happens there. Uh, Guest mentions time because we've had a couple of people, namely Jamie and Niall have mentioned Halo games. Jamie went for Halo Reach the same as me, and Niall went for Halo 3, which is widely regarded, as I say, amongst fans of uh, of the series to be the best one, the pinnacle. Um, and, you know, I, I really can't... Um, I can't fault that. I have played Halo 3. It was my next one after Reach, and I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought it was fantastic, but it just didn't have that place in my heart that Reach was able to attain, probably um, due to the fact that I you know, saw it around my mate's house. It was the first game that got me into online gaming. You know, It really did hold a special place in my heart. And sometimes, as we've seen many, you know, many different times on, uh, this, uh, on this top five show, Sometimes it's not always about the quality of the product or the the thing itself. It is the memories and the emotions and uh, the life that you've lived alongside it and what you attribute to it uh, that makes it uh, very important to you. And all I can say is that is the case for me and this game. I'm still scrolling through trying to find where the... um, where the theme song might be. And I also wanted to play you a track from uh, one of the games on my list um, to uh, today. But unfortunately, I, I just can't seem to find it anywhere. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to crack on with that. I'm going to try and multitask, which is a dangerous thing for me to try and do. Um, I'm going to try and talk to you about these video games whilst also trying to locate these files. I might have to make it a little bit easier for me to, um, to find these to find these games um you know what let's i've got an idea let's try and refresh it i'm going to talk you through my working because i can't i can't multitask as you can probably tell i haven't refreshed it since i put on the system so let's go to weekend because this is sunday hello everybody for tuning in and it's there oh it's there we found it brilliant we're right on track season two on iClick and i have a song ready for you now all i've got to do is work out how to remove the ones that are already queued and put this one as the next song in the queue i'll work out how to do that in a little bit of time because Let's now talk about my third favourite game of all time. Now, it wouldn't be a top five video games list if Super Mario was not mentioned in some way or another. And here it is. I've just mentioned it. I'm about to talk to you about it. I've gone for possibly quite controversially, but once again, it's about your memories and how you enjoyed the game. Um, I have gone for Super Mario Galaxy 2. And the reason for going for that game is because, well, I love it for a start, but I also vividly remember when I first played it. I've been wanting to get it for a while. I used to subscribe to the official Nintendo magazine. um, And I remember when I first bought this game in a summer, on a hazy summer day, I I came home, played it for a bit, and then uh, my family... This doesn't often happen in my family. We don't tend to get dominoes, but we got a dominoes. We sat in the garden, in the sun, back in my old house, um, and uh, we're eating a dominoes pepperoni pizza, which I finished, consumed, and then went back to finish and consume some more Super Mario Galaxy 2. A fantastic concept with floating Mario head as the base for the levels, visiting various planets in space, and you can't go wrong with a 3D Mario game, um, you know, since they moved on from the early 2D classics. I have to say that Super Mario 64 is another brilliant 3D Mario game that must be mentioned. But yeah, this game has fantastic level design, a special place in my heart, and of course, utilising the controls and the physics and the the activity-based um, gaming um, gameplay. Gaming gameplay. What a wonderful vocabulary there, Johnny. Thank you very much, Johnny. Um, 
I just had a conversation with myself live on air. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, Super Mario Galaxy 2 had it all. I really, really very much enjoyed it. And fantastic level design, especially later on with the Bowser levels. Let's go into guest mention mode. Um, my good friend Reevesy, who of course came on the show uh, a while a while ago um, to do his football uh, rivalries, which was, uh, well, he was wrong um, in almost every way. Uh, well, our lists were quite similar, but he got number one wrong, which means he was wrong. Um, shout out to Reevesy if you're listening, mate. Um, let's see if you get your top five games wrong as well. Um, bless him. Being wrong is uh, something that Reevesy is very good at, but we all love you, don't we, Reevesy? Yes, we do. So... Um, to be fair, I'm only alluding to his football-based predictions there. They sometimes can be quite off, but so can, you know, he got Ollie Watkins right. He said that Ollie Watkins was going to be a good player. He was right. He probably got some of the things right. Nothing else springs to mind. Um, he says that Arsenal are going to beat Man United to the top four, um, and actually, based on current results, it's looking like that might be possible. So who knows? Maybe maybe I'm giving Reeves a bad rep, and maybe he will get a few things right. But let's see if he's got his games right. I just went off track a little bit there, talking about my good mate, Reevesy. That's the effect he has on people, those who know will know. So, Reese's top five games of all time. In fifth place, he's got GTA Vice City. Uh, another GTA mention there. In fourth place, he's got Battlefield 4. Interestingly enough, and I'll explain why in a sec, he's got COD World at War um, in third place. That's my favourite Call of Duty game. And the other day, me and Reevesy had a conversation in our kitchen about how COD World at War was the best Call of Duty of all time. I thoroughly agreed with him. Great conversation. Um, and let me just spoil it for you now. For some reason, there is another Call of Duty on this list. In number two, he's got Need for Speed Underground, which has been mentioned a couple of times, actually, which I, I think, you know, I've never played Need for Speed Underground. Maybe I should, because that's, I think, the third or fourth time someone has put that uh, amongst their favourites. So it must be pretty damn good. So, uh, as I was mentioning before, Number one, Reevesy's got COD Black Ops 2. So cheers for that, Reevesy, is all I can say. We had a great conversation about how World at War is the best COD ever, and I agreed with you. And then he sends me his list through, and number one is a bloody different COD, uh, different COD game. So, um, yeah, nice one, Reevesy. Um, what can I say? What, what, what's he like? What is he like? Um, some other mentions we have uh, from Johnny, another person called Johnny. I am called Johnny, but this lad's got a H in his name, which is the wrong way to spell it. Uh, he's got, uh, in second place, Super Mario Galaxy. So, you know, we've got a bit of a connection there. And his number one is a certain game called Zelda Ocarina of Time. Aaron, my flatmate, also says that it's a tie for him between Red Dead Redemption and Zelda Ocarina of Time. Now, this Ocarina of Time game seems to be mentioned quite a lot. And what do you know? I've got a song for you chaps. This is a beautiful orchestral version of Lon Lon Ranch from the game Ocarina of Time. Enjoy. This is absolutely beautiful. Wow, how gorgeous is that? And I can tell you that Ocarina of Time will be getting a mention once again later on in the show and it certainly deserves it but let's move on to some more guest mentions um my good friend joshua spindley says skyrim great shout josh we might get onto that one a bit later as well scott says skyrim great mention again doom destiny pokemon ruby sapphire emerald and mario kart Wii. some great mentions there and uh, also we have a top five from a regular and fairly mysterious collaborator on the show which is leah who has never come on the show but always seems to get involved in some way or another which of course is not a bad thing we very much enjoy that so in fifth place she's got just dance it says she's given a little descriptor to each one it says laugh all you like but it's competitive and good fun i will laugh <laughs> that's an awful game 
Number four, New Super Mario Bros. Now, that's a good shout. Uh, she's going for the DS1 as I just kick over a sign in the studio there. Apologies for that. Um, doesn't need explaining, she says. If you don't like it, you're wrong. Wow. That's how I feel um, the opposite way around about Just Dance. If you do like it, then you are wrong. Uh, she is wrong on that one. But uh, number three, Crash Bandicoot, absolute classic, elite uh, game. And she also mentions Crash Bash as well, which is in the same universe. Um, so the two very, very strong picks there. Uh, number two, she's gone for GTA. She doesn't mind which one, but I'm going to go with five since it's the latest one. It's the one that I've seen her playing. She can't explain why she likes GTA without coming across, uh, coming across as a psychopath. So we can only assume she likes driving around, mowing people over and killing pedestrians. Does suit her character, it has to be said. And number one, she's got Pokemon Diamond and Pearl. She says she would start it over and over again. You just can't go wrong with a bit of Pokemon. I completely agree. Um, I love a bit of Pokemon as well. She actually bought me um, a DS um, for my birthday uh, with Pokemon Diamond and Pearl on it. So uh, yeah, lots of special memories with that game. Means a lot to the both of us, I think. So, my number two, um, my second favourite game of all time. It's been mentioned before, Jay Spin and Scott both said it as their number one. The Elder Scrolls V Skyrim. What a classic. One of the two games that has dominated my life. Number one, I would say, defines my childhood. We'll get onto that one. This game defines my teenage years. It's a massive open world. So much to explore, so much lore, so much mythology, so much depth and diversity to this game sprawling quest lines, beautiful orchestral scores. Music is very important for me in a video game, as I'm sure it is for a lot of you guys. Um, so it's got a beautiful score. It's a very immersive game, very deep character development and customization, um, great armor sets, great weapon weaponry, uh, over 100 in-game books to read just to really immerse yourself and marinate in the world of Tamriel. So many hours in that game because there's so many quests and so many things to do. Um, and it's been re-released about nine times. That's a bit of a running joke in the fan base that every single year they seem to re-release it. And we all laugh about it and we all buy it again because it's brilliant. Um, I'm so close to fully completing uh, the game, which for me means complete all the quests, um, all the miscellaneous quests as well, except for the ones that bug out, because naturally one of them will bug out. Um, and also get every single skill tree to level 100. I am, I think, about two hours of gaming away from that. I'm uh, 98 in restoration and 97 in lock picking, which I made legendary for some stupid reason. So I should be able to get there soon. And a great game always makes you wish you were the main character. And boy, do I wish I was the Dragonborn. <clears throat> my illness coming through there. My sore throat has held up very well. But it, we might have to voice crack our way through number one. But this game chokes me up anyway. So it could be the emotions. Because the greatest game of all time to me and to many others. It comes out on top on many top ten lists. Many top five lists. And it deserves it because it is. I'm going to say it now. The greatest game of all time. The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time is the greatest game. The game that defines my childhood and the first ever mainstream 3D game created. It threw down the gauntlet and directly influences every game made since. What a brilliant world. Hyrule, fantastic. What a main character. Link, fantastic. And the music. Ah, oh, the music. We've heard a bit of it today. Lon Lon Ranch. I hope you all enjoyed that. Um, I first got into this game when I watched my dad play it when I was very young. I must have been three or four when I first watched him play it. And one day I took on the baton from my father and have completed the game four times now. The latest of which I'm very proud to say was an immortal run with no deaths and no use of a 
walkthrough. That means a lot to me. The game has a gorgeous soundtrack, as I mentioned, but also for the time it came out in 1998, I believe, astounding graphics and gameplay. Of course, a classic storyline, a real uh, heroic storyline um, and great details, such as the sound effects. When you listen to the main character Link walk uh, over a wooden flight of stairs or smash his sword on a bit of metal you hear that noise so beautifully uh, in the game it just every sound effect takes you right back into that game in a classic uh, nintendo fashion and you've got to shout out koji kondo for his orchestral scores and for his sound design the man is a genius um wrote the music for every single nintendo game um up until um well from 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 ages ago until very recently i hope that helps and i hope that was specific enough for you but he wrote the theme tunes for mario for zelda for pokemon all of the great nintendo games um and this is his uh, his uh, creme de la creme, his uh, absolute triumph, his greatest moment, Ocarina of Time, the greatest moment in video gaming history, I think. Um, every single aspect of this game moves me to this day. Um, and so much so that because I grew up on it from my dad uh, playing it uh, with me... Um, I want to pass this on to my children one day and say this is the pinnacle of gaming. doesn't matter how old it might be. doesn't matter how um, technology advances and moves on from this game. It will always be the game for me, the great game of all time. So there we go. That wraps up. Um, my top five. I hope you very much enjoyed this episode. Let me go through it once more. In fifth place, Lego Star Wars, childhood classic. In fourth place, Halo Reach, the game that got me into online gaming, which, you know, is a very prevalent part of the gaming industry today. Um, some might say it's ruined it slightly, though. I think that's a slight argument that one could have, is that now everything's on a, uh, all about online rather than, you know, single player. The amount of extra purchases and unlockable content that you have to go through without gameplay unlockable content, it's actually just spending the money. You know, you have to buy aspects of a game. You complete a level and to progress rather than bettering your character in-game, you have to spend another fiver on the um, Xbox store or the Sony store. For me, puts a bit of a sour taste in the mouth and I would argue we might have gone across the edge um, over the cliff of the Golden Age age of gaming maybe something needs to happen to revitalize revitalize it because you'll also notice that none of the games uh, in many of our top fives are from the last three years i don't think there's many that have been mentioned that are recent anyway as i move slightly off topic off topic let's get back on topic number three was super mario galaxy 2 number two was skyrim and these top two by the way were just clear winners um skyrim and um, Ocarina of Time were just you know straight on the list um, straight away um, because they are by far the best. And of course, number one, Ocarina of Time, which is just for me light years ahead of any game. Um, of course, there may be people who disagree with that and uh, many people did. Um, speaking of which, I want to thank everybody who got in touch with me uh, online to uh, be part of the show. Uh, that's Ellis, Henry, Kirk, Jim, Ryan, Gabby, Daniel, Josh, Sia, William Crute, Millie, Will, different Will, Tyler, Ewan, uh, Jamie, Niall, uh, Johnny, uh, Aaron, Reevesy, of course, Leah, of course, Josh Spinley, Scott, and uh, everybody else who tuned in. I hopefully was able to get round to everybody. 
If I didn't, I apologise. But next time, uh, you will be able to get in touch and get involved. Uh, next week, same time here, uh, 5.30 on a Sunday is the new slot. We're no longer a Tuesday show. We're now a Sunday show. Um, and I hope you uh, very much enjoy tuning in over the next few weeks where I've got several great ideas to um, to share with you. Um, let me just now, while I've got a bit of time, talk you through some of the ideas that uh, I've got for the top five show. And you can let me know which ones you think are the ones that sound the best. So we have the most beautiful cities in England, top five actors stroke actresses, film singles, Bond songs, uh, craft beers, sporting comebacks, guest entries on this show, Game of Thrones characters, creative rejections, ways to reject people, and songwriters of all time. They're just a few ideas. Let me know what you'd like to hear next week on the Top 5 show with Johnny Holmes. That's been our Top 5 video games. I hope you've enjoyed it. Have a beautiful rest of your Sunday afternoon. Get all your work done for tomorrow and uh, get a nice early night. God, it's frustrating that we have to do that, isn't it? But uh, that's the way of life sometimes. Thank you for listening to the Top 5 Show. I've been Johnny Holmes, and this has been my Top 5 Video Games of All Time.